Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. everybody welcome to Saturday morning serial the show which celebrates the themes of Saturday morning TV which not only did we grow up with but also has grown up with us uh it's me Dan Grimshay and you probably knew that from my velvety tones uh also I've got Marquis he's going to sound a little more grating watch listen go ahead Marquis hello everybody <laughs> there you go and and to round it out, Jimmy, do it through a tin can. Jimmy the gent, everyone. Greetings, citizens. Oh, thanks for thanks for building me up, guys. <laughs> We're all about the comedy this week. <laughs> That's right. In fact, the, uh, today's show. Uh, let me tell you, uh, we you know we sit down, we have these production meetings where Marky tells us what he wants, what the, what the next show is going to be. He he tells us, you know, next week let's just put out a, a rerun. And I'm like, oh, come on, Marquis, that's not cool. These are we love these people. They love this us. Is, Let's just be this cool. This is not a true story at all. He, he, and I know, I know. I don't, I don't mean to disparage Marquis, <laughs> but you know him. He's all like, mm, fuck everybody. I'll do what I want. You know him. He's classic. Uh, so anyway, we go back and forth a bit. He's like, we're just uh, let's just put out that Jamie Kennedy one from four years ago. No one's gonna know. And I'm like, all right, listen, that's not cool. But I'll tell you what. Here's a compromise. What if we talk to Jamie Kennedy again right now, and then we can put it out, and then it'll, it's like a brand-new rerun? He grumbled a lot, and I kicked his ass. Uh, eventually, here's where we're at. I got him. That's I got right. Jamie Kennedy. Okay. That's right. That's the takeaway. Marky got us Jamie Kennedy again. Uh, love you for that. Uh, and he, he, didn't, he didn't even take part in the conversation. Me and uh, Jimmy the Gent. Uh, I, I figured I'd bring him on, teach him how to do it, because I'm sure his years of experience uh, interviewing and reporting for uh, Bleeding Cool, I don't think he picked up good habits. <laughs> we will fix you. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the uh, the constructive criticism, fellas. Thank you. Uh, and uh, long way. Loyal listeners know that we did uh, we did a whole episode on Jamie Kennedy back in June 1st of 2015. Uh, we, well, that's when this article, that's when we posted it. I don't know when exactly we recorded it, but it, um, yeah, back then it was the wild days. It could, we could have yeah. talked to him a year <laughs> earlier, but, but yeah, and, uh, basically five years ago now, time to go revisit it. Uh, yeah, that was, that was episode 26, by the way. Ooh, uh, I didn't realize yeah. it was that early on. He's, and I do remember it, the whole show was basically our interview because it ran long. He was such a good sport and we got way off topic. Uh, and it was like a 45-minute interview that was supposed to be 10 minutes. 
And uh, surely you and surely you won't let that happen again. No, the first thing I said when we get on the phone with him, you'll probably even hear it. I say, I'm sorry, last time I got a little out of control. <laughs> I swear it's going to be different this time, which is why uh, please stay tuned for a 55-minute long interview that maybe mentions his upcoming special, Stupid Smart, available on Tubi TV, <laughs> maybe three times tops. No, we, touch on, we touch on it. We touch on it a little bit. We did. We did. Actually, we for as long and rambling as it is, it's surprisingly on topic somehow. But but maybe you weren't a fan five years ago. Maybe you've been living under a rock. Maybe you were literally born yesterday. I don't know who's listening. Uh, maybe you don't know who Jimmy, Jamie Kennedy is. I, I forgot for a second there. Uh, d- uh, Jimmy, Marky, anybody want to fill people in real quickly? Don't bore me. Just... Give me the give me the the powerpoints, Marky. Let me go. Do it, man. Do it. Okay. Well, I've been a fan of this kid for quite some time, and for a while, and early in his career, he was a, a, what what we like to call on the show uh, one of those guys. Oh. Who's that guy? What is it? He's that one guy. That one guy. He's that, that one guy. guy. Yeah. And he was in Dead Poets Dead Poet Society, uh, Romeo and Juliet. He's in all the screams, right? He's. Um, He's also in Bowfinger and Three Kings, which we talk about in a little bit. Loved, love Three Kings. And then we haven't even got to what he he thinks is his favorite movie is the uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Uh huh. Uh huh. Everybody remembers that. That's what he starred in. That Um, didn't he create that, or did, or was he just the star of that particular character? Starred and wrote. Yeah. Okay. Written. 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 Wrote it. He wrote it all out. And then he kind of moves into a little more TV, Criminal Minds, uh, right? And, but uh, always... Well, like there was the Jamie guys, Kennedy like, experiment. Did we talk about that yet? Yeah, he's a you, prank show that? that I think beat uh, Punked to the air. Yeah, uh, It's got nothing on Alan Funt, but still for the new wave of, of prank shows. I think mm-hmm. he beat Ashton Kutcher. I think so, too. But his was slightly different. Like I think one of the conceits of his show was one of the guys doing the pranks was usually him in some sort of disguise. I think you're right. Yeah, like yeah. Undercut, like wearing a bunch of makeup or whatever. Like, and I used to watch that show. I mean, I've I've been a fan yeah. of this guy since the beginning. I mean, and he's always he's he's a impressive fellow. Uh, and if you go back to episode 26 of Saturday morning serial, you'll hear my story of when I met him at Comic-Con, but I'm not going to tell it again. You have to go back. And everyone thanks you for that. (laughs) I agree. It is preserved for, uh, for all eternity on episode 26 y'all. Right. And then he's in a couple of those tremors movies as well. And, uh, um, especially the last one, tremors, tremors, cold day in hell. That was the one I just watched, and um, it's a, it's a, you know what I have the most positive thing I can say about that movie. It's an addition to the to the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jamie a, Kennedy. It's all right Jamie if you Kennedy watch a special awesome. Jamie Kennedy. I don't think we'll take offense to that. And and uh, Dan, we talk about it. I mean, you guys. When I joined the conversation, you guys were talking a little bit about the documentary, right? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Heckler, which he Heckler, did, did right, many right. years ago. Uh, like before internet, like as internet heckling was getting big, I remember seeing it 12 years ago or something, whenever it was kind of new and just being really blown away. Like he dissected the kind of vitriol that is now kind of defining U.S. politics to keep it light. 
Mm-hmm. But just, just to kiss on bringing it, that up, uh, on Jimmy. That <laughs> well, I just brought up the documentary, which I really enjoyed about him. <laughs> Everybody, uh, if you want to hear us talk more about that, there's episode 26, or you could yep. watch the actual documentary. I feel like we're starting to get meta here. Guys, why don't we just bring Jamie Kennedy out? I can't wait. I've been dying to hear this. All right, Magic Interview Machine, let us not keep this under wraps anymore. Take us basically right to Jamie Kennedy's house. Meanwhile, thank you for having me. appreciate it. Not at all, not at all. I think I uh, a, a few years back we had a nice long talk uh, when you're doing some promotional work, and it's still one of my favorite chats ever, so... Uh, I, I really want to set the bar high for this one. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I, I what were we promoting back then? Uh, I'm trying to remember. We ended up talking about. I was mostly. I kept making us talk about um, about heckler, and and we ended up getting into some of uh, some of the other like smaller comedies that you had done. And I think we ended up going on to the Amazon website together. And looking through like what the comments had gone over the last several years, uh, wow! It was, and I think we talked for like forty-five minutes. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I promise this time I'm going to get you in and out. I know, I know you're busy today. Can I am? Can I call you back in one second because I just have to grab it. I'm going to give you extra time, okay? Oh yeah, cool? absolutely, man. No worries. I'll call you one second. You got it. A little less. All right, all right. And, and, there you are. And we're back. I found there you myself. Are the best voice. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I had to do that for a second. The best voice in the biz. Oh, that's that's. I'm so glad I already had the reel to reels going. Thank you. All right, <laughs> all right. So, like I said, let's 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 dive into this. I, I don't want to take up too much time. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Jamie Kennedy. God damn, we got Jamie Kennedy back. Uh, and of course, me, Dan Shea. You can look me up uh, later. Uh, all right, we're talking about slightly, or I mean, <laughs> stupid smart. Which yeah, slightly I, smart. <laughs> I was that that came off too easy. Uh, I I just uh, you sent over a, a screener link, and I was so uh, I love getting those with uh with uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it with the whole COVID, the lockdown going on when we're at home, losing our minds. I've been hearing, I've been listening to so many comedy albums, so many comedy specials, because it means so much more to me now. Like, I'm in a room with a bunch of people. We're all laughing at the same jokes, and that takes on a bigger meaning now. How how are you dealing with that as a performer? Um, I am like, you know, you're so right. I mean, I've been doing a lot of projects in my house, actually, getting stuff caught up, and then... um. I just have been, you know, been really been getting my ducks in a row for my life. And, and then I think as a comedian, you know, as an actor, I, I know that this, what, what I'm doing is less of a, it's, it's not, listen, me doing a comedy special is great, but it's not as nearly as important as what's going on in the world right now. So uh, I always tell people, you know, like, let's get all of our ducks in a row and, priority set here but if i can give you a little escape for an hour so be it you know what i mean because some people just want are 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 kind of burnt out on certain things in the news so oh yeah i would say right now in fact that one hour escape has so much more currency behind it than it usually does 
I mean, that's why well, I get yeah, that, so excited to get something like this. I'm like, oh, good. I've got a way to spend an hour where I'm not going to be thinking the most horrible things I've been thinking in years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, and, it, and in terms of a performer, I'm not really tripping right now because everybody is like, the business is going to pivot. You know, I said that in an article yesterday, and um, I don't know how many people are rushing out to consume live entertainment. I don't know how many people are rushing out to perform it and it's always going to be there, but definitely there's going to be a change. And I think right now they're starting to do stuff with zooms, but I think you're going to see a lot of virtual stuff and you might hear the album come back. People may just record albums more now or, you know, do home recordings and stuff, but it's never going to be the same as live, which is always the best. Yeah. There's a certain, I mean, realizing we've taken that for granted, like yeah, I, 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 you're right. I never really thought about how much when I'm watching, you know, a special on TV, I need that audience there to feel a part of it. And I'm not, and I've seen some of, you know, just the, uh, you know, like the Zoom style comedy. It's still funny, but man, there is definitely that live component. Even if you're just watching a reproduction of it, that community, that's that's a big thing. Yeah, we're we're connected, you know, and literally like. You know, people's energies and laughter, it goes into one another. If somebody laughs, you laugh. Somebody yawns, you yawn. So it is. And it's a, it's a communal experience at that moment, something live. And I think that's something that we'll always want to have. Uh, and like I said, I was so grateful when I when you when you sent that over, so I got to watch it. And then I did uh, a minuscule amount more research, and it turns out it's already available on Tubi. It is. Which anybody can Tubi, see. Which- I love that. So everybody, you can stop right after this interview and go listen to it. Yeah, right now it's on Tubi. Tubi is a streaming platform. It's a new platform with commercials. It's great. I love them. And, um, you know, I always say it's, it's all the stuff that's not on Netflix, you know. And uh, it's just a great a great time to be a creator because there's a lot of outlets for it. And Tubi is very easy. Just download the app and bam, you got it. Oh yeah. See, and I I it turned I already had it because yeah, I've been cooped up so long. I've got just about every uh streaming service you can get. So, I was, <laughs> I was excited to see that. I thought I'd been special. It turns out it's already there. I had just missed it by about a day or so. Uh so you at home luckily you can go catch it and I don't think I'm spoiling anything when I say you come right out of the gate with this signature self-deprecating comedy. That no, <laughs> you you you've been working. You've been a comedy fixture for a long time. <laughs> now yeah. you seem to be taking a, a a turn where it's fun to heckle yourself. Is this is this? Well, the, I think in the, Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm. Uh, what what are, are you doing it on purpose? Is it? Uh, how do you feel about you, really? I think how many? I don't know. So many people brought that up. It only lasts about like. 15 minutes, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not good. like the whole show is about that at all. But a lot of people say that. And, and I think that, that that's good. And I mean, like, look, here's what it is in a nutshell. It's many things. Um, it, when I go on stage, I have baggage. There's a lot of baggage with me. It's Jamie Kennedy. Is he Randy from scream? Is he B red? Is the guy from Harold and Kumar? Is he ghost whisperer? You know, and then comedy fans who are my fans are like, oh, is he going to new joke? What is it here? So it's what you know me from, right? I have mm-hmm. a lot of different things I've done. 
so I kind of have to remind people of what I'm doing. And then when they don't know, I make fun of that because some things I've done haven't been known, but they're there for the fans to consume. But if you're not in a huge movie, people are like, where you been? And so I do a little bit of that and ingratiate myself to the audience. And then, uh, you know, then I slowly get into my beliefs and how I feel about things. But in a world where people are offended by so many jokes, I think the only person you can make a joke about sometimes <laughs> is yourself. <laughs> and if people get point. offended for me, if people get offended for me, then we're fucked. <laughs> That's very fair point, actually. Uh, and yeah, and I do, and I don't want to make it seem like he's playing the sad sack for for a sixty no, straight I, minute I, set. <laughs> but he, I definitely have a little, definitely have a little in there, a little sad sacky. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, every good comedian thinks a little less of themselves on stage than they should. <laughs> but no, I mean, you come out wearing. Uh, you even have the announcer call it the 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 MC uh, like a like a like a badge of pride, star of Tremor Six. That's, yeah, that's, and I and I am, and that that made me excited. I was like, yes, he's, this is a, this is a guy who knows who he is, knows what he's talking about, uh, and I sure but hope he, he doesn't beat himself up for an hour. And you didn't, so no! you found no, that you balance. Gotta be funny, yeah, you got to be fun. You know, it's like you, you, I am the star of Tremor Six. I don't mind. I, I'm very fortunate to do it. People will, you know, some people will laugh. Some people, a lot of people are like, I didn't know there's a Tremor Five. And that's where that joke comes from, you know. And, <laughs> And so it's like, it starts like that and just let you, it's like, here's who I am. This is what I'm about. Let's have some fun. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. And I think one reason, and maybe one reason why we're all picking up on it. Uh, hold on. I, th- I think uh, my, my co-host, uh, Jimmy, might be calling in. He might, you might hear his voice in a Uh-oh. second, but it won't be important. Uh-oh. All right. Okay. Um, but uh, back to my important point. I think one reason a lot of your fans are reacting to that kind of self-deprecation is one of the I, – I brought it up the last time we talked. I'm bringing it up now. But your documentary, Heckler, I mean, that was this certain sincerity to it and a real thought piece before, like, Internet trolls or, you know, professional haters were, like, considered a cultural thing. So I always wonder, You're like – You're totally right. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, how do you feel about it? Have you just, over time, have you just grown a thicker and thicker skin? Um, I think you really made a really good point, what you just said right there. It's professional haters and professional trolls. I mean, I mean, this is going to be, a, this is like a statement from a movie, but it's also real in the way the world is now. And it's, I'm kind of a joke, but it's kind of not. It's like, some people just like to see the world burn, well. you know, and it's, and it's, the thing is, it's like, look, man, I, I believe in myself. Here's what it is. I believe in myself. I believe in my abilities. I believe in my, you know, ideas and I go out and I pursue them. And sometimes they may connect with people and sometimes they may not, but I try. And I think that, I could never spend my whole time sitting there trying to take down somebody for them trying. I mean, it's a waste of my time. And I, that, that's a mindset that doesn't really make sense to me. But 
I do because it's basically professional rock throwing. You know, you're like, oh, okay, that guy over there, but you don't, really don't have the the, the 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 guts or maybe the belief in yourself to do it. That's why a lot of people do it. There's some people that are very good at it, and you know, I I'll respect their game of you know having some really good stingers. But in terms of the thick skin, I think it was something I had to go through. I had to understand it, and now I'm way way more comfortable with it. But at the time, I really didn't understand it. It was like, and it wasn't, and what I showed you in that movie was, look, there's criticism, then there's heckling, then there's outright hate. And you're like, yo, like, hate, like, yo. It's like one thing to, like, hate somebody's piece of work over, but that around that time, and when I started that movie around 05, I mean, people were online just saying, like, Things that are like, yo, you know, people are like, yo, I wish this guy would die. Or he's fucked. You know, all this stuff. It's like Jamie Kennedy's mother should be arrested for having birth to him. Or, you know, some weird shit like that. You're like, what the mm. fuck? So that was the amount of stuff that people would write, I think, was fascinating. And I think the, I think the Internet brings out the true uh, the true thing. I, th- I think people don't re- think it's real what they're saying. And I do, and I do believe that people also do believe stuff and i don't yeah, know it's well it's it's like it's a funky uh, funky there's always been those people you know where there's just something uh you know their mental makeup they want to watch the world burn they are all about anarchy yeah. or whatever and that could just be a reordering of neurons in the brain but you've always assumed pretty small amount but as soon as the internet comes out it turns out there's a gray area where people who don't behave that way have a desire to act that way Oh, and by the way, speaking of uh, nihilists who just want to watch the world burn, uh, my co-host Jimmy finally got his microphone working. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> hey guys, sorry to interrupt. So, sorry to interrupt. How are you doing today, Jamie? How are you, bro? How are you? I'm fabulous. Thanks for asking. But uh, I for, good to join us. So I know we're talking about a comedy special, but now I just I'm curious if you think there's uh, like an inherent goodness that is reflected in like, I don't know, maybe silence in comment sections or is there, is there a payoff to how people can just, is there a flip side to that coin? Um, I mean, look, everything is like echo chambers and fiefdoms, I say. So something that may not be right for me or for you may be right for someone else. And my thing is, as long as you're not hurting anybody and everybody is a consenting adult and they all are agree to it, then live your life, you know? And if you want to make, you know, music dress in a furry costume, or if you want to subscribe to a vampire cult and you're all there, or if you want to try stand-up comedy and all you do is Catskill jokes, go for it. I'm not, I'm not your judge or your jury. You know, and if if I don't like it, I'm not going to spend. I'm not the type of person that's going to spend time criticizing you about it because I'm too busy doing my own thing. Now there is comedy to point out in people, and and funny stuff and the foibles of humans. But in a nutshell, I'm going to do my thing, and I think that's where we're at in the world now. You can, like you just said, you can consume whatever you want when you want, starting from Spotify to Pandora all the way down through Netflix and YouTube and, sun, and such and, and BitChute. Mm-hmm. So there's 30, 
30 ways to consume something. And so you're going to, if you want to listen to, you know, Judas Priest all day and interviews on that, I'm sure you could find 50 hours of it. And that's your right. And so I think that there is a, there is a time now where there's no reason to just go off in some of these comments, unless they really, you disagree with them and you want to have a spirited debate. I'm all about spirited debate. That's, that's good. Or somebody's doing something that is illegal or immoral, of course, but I don't think just, you know, making a movie that you don't like or a comedy album or a song is, should uh, take up too much of your day. Mm. Unless, like I said, there's just something about the mental makeup where, you know, that's, that's their playing the didgeridoo. That's their trying stand-up comedy. They have to hate to be alive or something. But, yeah, again, we may be going there. too far down people. that rabbit hole. Yeah. That's their art? Is that what you're saying, Dan? Yeah, yeah, that's that's I think the argument could be made, but again, we don't have all day, so there I'm not making that argument. <clears throat> there is an art to trolling, definitely. You know, there is a super subtle art to it for sure. I'm not yeah. going to doubt that. Uh, Oscar Wilde kind of nailed it, you know, 200 years ago. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. True. Uh, uh but to, Jamie, I wanted to uh have you guys talked much about the comedy special so far? I apologize. Sadly, no. I kept uh, stealing it away. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jimmy can get us on track. Okay. Well, I uh, <laughs> was watching it and I really enjoyed it. So I was wondering if if we could talk about maybe your writing process a little bit. Um, like I really sure. enjoyed specifically uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it um, and uh, pun. You can decide if it's intended. I really enjoyed the chunk about the dick pics. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I'm wondering, you know, one of the punchlines is the Morse chode. So do you start with the punchline and kind of reverse engineer, how do I get to Morse chode? Or do you start with dick pics and you just start peppering in uh, everything that you think is funny along the way? Um, I, you know... I it's kind of funny you say that because I left that joke out and I I honestly have about two hours worth of material and I have and I would consider this special evergreen in the sense that you can watch it any time and it'll still hopefully be funny it's not so topical mm -hmm. um, except like some of the stuff I talk about myself and funny right and right. I, I was worried because. It's interesting. It's a good, a good question because the dick pick premise has been done. So you're like, oh, right, God, right, is right. this hacky? Is this <clears throat> tried and it's true? Well, it's like, it's like I hate it when people just jump to that conclusion because like this, it's like saying the sitcom premise has been done, right? Like people in a living room meeting to talk on your television, you consider that, consider that hacky. But there are ways to totally explore it that are unique, right? Right, right. And, and... I think that, like, I was worried about that premise being done, but I do it in a way that I've never seen, and right. and and I think it's really neat, and people really liked it, and they're like, you got to put that in, and I was like, okay, that'll be good, because that's going to be an outdated concept soon, and so to answer your question in the longest way, the punches <laughs> come later. I start with the premise, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck would he do, and then, like, you know, and then... Um, I come up and, you know, that actually, that particular joke was written by my old assistant Bernstein, you know, mm -hmm. um, even though we fight sometimes he gave me some good one liners and that was one of them. Cause I'm like, I need a punch here. And so, but it's like, you know, sometimes it's harder and then just tag, tag, tag. It's harder to start with tags and then build a premise out of it. I think. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I'm glad you left it in. That was, uh, if not my favorite, one of my favorite bits of the whole, the whole show. I really, you, I really enjoyed you, like, like what you said, how you added something new to that so premise. Fun like the, though, you could just I, walk out onto a stage and say, you know, Morse Jode. I would laugh. <laughs> I don't need well, yeah, any more context. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I love that you said you said that. It's funny because you guys, you guys, what is the the thing of this this site or this pod? What is your Emma. Oh, it's uh, it's about uh, uh, pop culture, uh, essentially like uh, growing up with Saturday morning cartoons, and now they're yeah, basically the yeah. whole pop culture. But like, it's funny because you're not even considered, you know, you're not even saying that you're a comedy podcast, but you have a curated palette, you know. And this is what I was talking about with someone else about criticism. I mean, there was somebody that reviewed my special and. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm at the point now where I'm Joan Rivers. It's like all ink matters. You know, I'm all about, just, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, they're talking about you. So I feel that this person reviewed my special. It was an Australian. It was a film Australian website. And they go, we usually don't review comedy specials. And they go, you know, there was plenty of the first word in Jamie Kenny's special, stupid. We wish more for the latter word, smart. And, and they would give me, Ooh. and they would, he would, but 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 the funny thing is, is that exactly what I'm. No, it's not bad because they said it in the sense that they set it up like they basically said we really we usually don't review these, so they did me a solid because they like me in movies, and then they were saying you know although he does this this and this, they said his McConaughey and this was really funny and really spot on, they actually said the premise. Of a of a dick pic we've heard so many times before, and you just proved my point with your curated, very specific palette of yes, that is a premise that has been touched on, but I've never heard it that way, and that's what it is, and that's why I think it's, it is sneakily smart because it came off as a stupid idea with a smart take. And dude, you you're late to this interview, but there it is, you delivered big time. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I was busy you know writing that saying? question. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's absolutely true. For for a decade now, men have been trying to find a new way to do a dick pic. We thought we'd mind that. <laughs> and here you are, Jamie. You can only oil it up so many ways. Well, it's just, no, I'm saying it's just, <laughs> it is true. It's like, what would the creators of all this great technology think? Would they, did they ever expect our dick to be in there? I mean, that's what the whole yeah. premise is. <laughs> men and, men and you need will to figure out a way to I put mean, their that's... dick in anything. <laughs> well, you you got one job in life. <laughs> you had <laughs> one job. <laughs> oh well, let's see. Uh, what what else can we spoil from? I I I, I feel bad having uh you know put Morse Chode out there already, but uh, there's got to be some other punchlines we can ruin. It's not. Hey, it's not. You're showing highlights, you know what I mean? They do that in Marvel movies. They show a good scene or two. You got to get the people. Um, let me see. Well, I got my take on, you know. Let me see. What was I talking about? What else? You were saying the self-deprecating stuff, and it's just like I said, it works. It's good. good. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I think it just struck me because I'm like, I know Jamie Kenny's kind of personal experience through you know dealing with this world. Well, you can't come out. You can't come out. Comedy is not cool. It's cool when you're good at it. You can never be cool. I mean, there's no one cooler than George Carlin, you know, or Sam Kinison, you know, these wild, wild 
untethered, you know, animals of creativity. You know, my first stand-up show ever was Sam Kinison live, and I was just like, I was just like, you know, <laughs> 18 years old. It was insane. You know, I just unleashed the most feral beast in me, and 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 that that was cool because he was just untethered, and that's what comedy is. But I can't come out and start saying, "Hey guys, this is what it is," and look cool. So I got to be able to look. Stupid. I mean, Jerry Lewis, one of my heroes. I mean, this is a guy that was the coolest, but he never acted cool. But he was cool because he could, because he was so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and a legend in his own right. But do you do you ever think he was like sitting at a at a you know a club table next to Frank Sinatra, thinking to himself, "Why didn't I just sing?" Dude, I got an update for you. Uh, well, he could, and that's what he did in The Nutty Professor. He had that take, you know, Buddy was a little bit of Dean, and Dean is also very funny but very smooth. But, dude, that Jerry Lewis down some of the most beautiful. You know he had sex with Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> I had not I, heard Jerry that. Lewis, <laughs> and I think he had sex with Jane Mansfield. Now, I know I'm going to get in trouble with 2020, but since aliens are around the corner and all bets are off, I'm saying it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He, he, he's like, hey, Frank, Frank, I'm too busy over here. You go do your thing. So, so that's what I'm saying. Jerry was sneakily the coolest. You know what I mean? It's, go read about it. There was a new article about it of who he secretly betted. I, I do remember whenever he turned into his super suave alter ego in those, in those movies. What do you love? Yeah, that yeah. he was he he seemed to be cooler than Sinatra even. Like he could have pulled it off. <laughs> but he couldn't go 5 minutes Listen, before going baby. Yeah, I know. The funny thing is in those days, where I think we're getting back to it now. But it's like those are the days where you just Frank Sinatra was in, you know, obviously one of the icons, Rushmore's of singers, but he was he's an entertainer. I mean, so was, I mean Sammy Davis Jr was even more of the entertainer. He did so many things. He could sing, he could dance, he could act. But those were a time where you could cross over. Now, I think it's coming back again, but there was a while where actors had to stay in this box, comedians had to stay in this box, et cetera. Yeah, We've really we... gone off the rails on this interview. We have. <laughs> Jimmy did his best. I'm not going to let it happen, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what have we have covered? Uh, the, the name is Stupid Smart. And uh, if you read the smart. Australian press, you can, uh, you've probably heard that. Uh, the uh, you can the special is out now. Came out technically last month, and you can find it for free on Tubi. Put up with a couple of ads. We all grew up with them. They don't hurt you. Um, no, they don't. Uh, let's see what else uh, we we covered. What, uh, have you covered shows. Tremors? <laughs> we we no. touched on Tremors a little bit, but yeah, th- there we go. What's what's going oh, on with the Tremor franchise now? You, you uh, well. I'm sorry. Go, uh, go ahead, Jimmy. I think Jimmy's Jimmy's chomping at the bit. Go ahead, Jimmy. Oh no, no. I just Jimmy, you, you touched on it briefly at the beginning of your special, and uh, I did enjoy your last turn. But so I wondered, is there another Tremors movie coming out, or are you the new uh, lead fr- for the franchise? Are we? Uh, are we like you, I, the thirteenth level? You, I, could, uh, I could tell you stuff, but I have, I have to be careful. What there is a new one coming out. I am not in it. And there is, you know, this one, uh, this one I'm not in. And, and I think the studio is going to see what happens, you know. And, and I was lucky to be a part of two of them. And, and Bert Gummer's son, I mean, 
the legend of him and for the hardcore fans. And if you're one, I appreciate it. And right now I'm not, but I had so much fun doing those ones. And it was, it was a real, you know, it was like get to be an action star. You know what I mean? And we're out there shooting it. And um, they're fun, man. Those movies are fun. Yep. How, what What's it? What's it like to work in something that's like I want to kind of touch on the attitude on set, like say versus Three Kings, which was a much longer ago, but now um, you're doing more of a comedy piece, right? With with similar amounts of action is kind of what I'm leaning at. How how can mm-hmm. you, you compare the two situations? Is it is it it's obviously more work to do the serious drama, but um, that's well, kind of David what David O. Russell directed both, right? No. Oh. oh. No. Just, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are you asking me what's well. the difference between... Wait, are you... Yeah, was that, a, that was a super dry joke. Are you waiting... Are you asking what's the difference between working on that movie and that movie, or what were you saying? Not so much those particular... Not so much that particular um, Three Kings, but uh, in comparison to the... There's still the same amount of action, but... I mean, you're still working with uh, more special effects, right? Creatures and stuff, and uh, some CGI designs and stuff like that. Um, are you uh, react reacting when the special effects aren't in front of you? Say the creature design is is uh, are you reacting to special effects? Uh, I mean, to, to CGI. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, it's just it's just another form of acting, right? I mean, it's all. There are, there are explosions when we're doing Three Kings, even though it's a very dramatic movie, and there's some stuff that isn't there that we have to, you know, fake, and then there's stuff that's obviously not there when we're doing Tremors, and then there's some practical effects, but it's all the same. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you can't act the genre, you just kind of have to act and be believable no matter what genre you are, and hopefully, you know, they, the creators take the tone and you deliver your part, but you know, Tremors was a lot of action, man, and there was a lot of intense stuff. And Three Kings was another thing with a ton of action, but you know, it's a little bit more dramatic. But um, it, they're they're all, you know, interesting to me, just different tones, you know. Well, would you rather uh, do another Tremors or like a Malibu's Most Wanted sequel, comedy or action? What's what's more fun? Dude, can I do them both? No, I'm sorry. You're yeah. going to have to make a commitment right now. I would say this. I, the safe play and I think what the people want for me, my people, what they know me more is Malibu's. And so I love, I love doing Malibu's and I know how to do it. And I also love Tremors and know how to do it. If, and I love doing Tremors because it's action. It's cool. But I think I hate that you're making me pick, but I I have to go with Malibu just because that's why I know the people. My people want to see B-Rad so bad, but there's a huge fan base for Tremors, and I love the fact that I get to be an action star in it. So a little bit of both, even though you won't let me pick. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Uh, It sounds like you're going for comedy. I'm going to be the new star of the uh, Tremors franchise. Uh, It's been a lot of fun, but I always thought I'd be a better action star, so I appreciate you uh, making the right call there. (laughs) <laughs> no problem. All right. Well, uh, all right. We'll, we'll wind this down a little bit here. Um, as uh, as we said, Jimmy, you want to hit him with a serial question? Oh, well, okay, sure. 
so uh, as we mentioned, the premise of the show is a Saturday morning serial where we, we talk about um, part of the show. We talk about the cartoons that we used to watch on Saturday mornings and get up er- early and uh, fight our brothers for the spot on the couch and pour a big bowl of cereal while we enjoyed Super Friends or uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, whatever. So, Jamie Kennedy, I kind of want to know, what is your favorite Saturday morning cereal? Cereal or show? Cereal. Mm, I'll give you one of each. You don't have to pick this. Um, cereal, my go-to is Cocoa Puffs. Nice. Mm. Cocoa Said Puffs with all confidence day. like you've got some in your house. I wish I did, man. Cocoa Puffs. I haven't had Cocoa Puffs in decades, but that was my go-to. Um so funny because that was like an experience in my life that I don't think, and now it's so true. There's a whole generation that doesn't understand what you're saying at all, and I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> and right. I think, I think the go-to cartoon was Scooby-Doo. Nice. I mean, you couldn't get any more cartoon. You know what's crazy, dude? Dude, think about this. We, you just said something that was like it's this shared. Ex- uh, consciousness, right, of every boy. I didn't have bro- I had a brother who's much older, but I had a lot of sisters, but I was a baby that was born without a plan, so I kind of had my own life for a while because everybody, I was an accident. <laughs> and so I got I got the good stuff. My parents already were starting to make money. They were broke for all the other kids, not me, so I had the nice <laughs> TV and stuff. But I, I was raised by He-Man, but that was the afternoon. I was Scooby-Doo, the Schmoo, the Smurfs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they raised me. Like, I can tell you, Poyo, you know, or whoever made the Smurfs. And what's funny is, now with all the conspiracy theories, what did they put in those cartoons that raised us? Because we're all, <laughs> they were just, I was just consuming Scooby Doo. I was consuming the Smurfs. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of other stuff. The Schmoo. And then Super Friends. I did a ton of Super Friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm thinking about that. And then on the weeks, I would watch He-Man every day. I mean, it's so funny. I was G.I. Joe. Yep. The G.I. Joe to He-Man. Uh, Transformers I even got into. Not as much as people did, but I, I did. I did my time with them. <laughs> and um, I'd have to go back and really think, because there were some cartoons that were so good, I would watch them, like, I was. I wish they were on longer. Like, can you imagine what kids would be like now? When that cartoon was done, it was done. Kids have no idea what that's like. It was done, and you had to wait until next week. It, can you understand? People don't understand that concept. Yeah, yeah, I try to explain it to my kids, and they just they it, they can't even wrap their mind around it. They're like, "What? What do you mean?" It was you done. Just, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, there was, was there was a. I remember an entire year in elementary school when I had to book it at top speed on foot all the way home just so I could see the last half of a G.I. Joe episode, because that was it. That was the one 30 minutes a day there was G.I. Joe. Wait, yeah, how old are you? Are you I'm my uh, age? I'm, 50? I'm 43. Okay, yeah, I'm a little older than you youngsters, so we didn't have a VCR. So if you missed it, you missed it. And you just had to hear about it from your – you had to get laughed at and mocked by your friends at school the next day or on Monday. My what? friend had uh, – he was the first person I ever saw – he had before VH1. I don't know if you guys remember Laserdisc. Remember Laser Laserdisc yeah. was kind of oh. before the VCR, and that was like the cinephile thing. And he had 
Breaking Away. It was a Randy Quaid, a Dennis Quaid movie. Oh, was I a, remember. And that I remember. One. He, he, I watched, that was like the first time I could watch things, but it was at his house, and we watched it a couple times a week. And then the other thing, the other two movies were BCR, I think, was the first one, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was like the like one of the first movies I ever got to watch over and over again. And then Scarface. So you can understand my issues. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see this up. ingredient list. I went I went from the Smurfs to Scarface. I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, and, and does nobody see the connection? Uh, uh, hey, Jamie, did you guys? I, I apologize again. I was here a little late. Did you guys talk about your podcast at all? No. Uh, I appreciate I, it. Hate hate to break it to you. Uh, so I want to ask you about. Way. You're about 13 episodes in. What is the premise? Is it? Is it? Did you start about when COVID came down? What got you into the podcasting? No, I'm only 13 episodes in. I've had it for a couple of years, but it's a to do. You know, you have to have the right. Right. group around you and the right team and the producers and it's it's a lot i i respect well, over here we don't find do that's it. the case oh you guys are top <laughs> in you guys are very professional um i mean look it, it's uh podcast is the new social media handle i mean you've had to have it for a while i've i've known about it i'm going on a lot as a guest just to like kind of get my foot in the game and and I started it about three years ago, and it's been on and off, but it's a to-do, you know, and between acting and doing comedy and all this stuff, I have to get the right team. And now I'm, I'm really getting my whole life together and everything so streamlined that I'm going to start doing it. And I actually did about five episodes before all this, more episodes than being edited now, but with the, the lockdown, it's a little difficult. But the premise is, you know, I talk about things, it's a more real version of me. It's not so much funny, but it can be. But it's just like, you know, hey, guys, this is how it is. I'm going to talk about things. I'm going to give you my opinion. And uh, sometimes I'll feel probably I'll be bulletproof, and other times I might have some arguments. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I thought it was just going to be me for a while just talking. But I think I do want to interview people. Like I already interviewed Pat Rana, who's my buddy, star of the Sandlot. And I was talking mm-hmm. to Edward Furlong you know, from Terminator and he's got so many good stories. I just know too many people not to interview them. So I think it's going to be a mix of that. Yeah. Uh, it's a good opportunity to take advantage of your friends that are got nothing to do. Well, it is. Cause uh, I, I was, I was listening I like, to the, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no I, I, just, was... I forget how many, I forget how many people I know and then I'll run into them at like a convention or a comic book con or something. And I'm just like, Carmen Electra. I'm like, you hey, Carmen, will you do it? She's like, yeah, call Tony. Or, you know, it's like, I can get the people. It's just a matter of just keeping their attention for a minute, you know? So it's like, why not? People want to hear from them. Yeah, it's a good listen. It's a good listen. Okay. So there I you was, go. Another another plug. Hate to break it to you, wherever you can find your podcast. Or is this just like a Patreon? No, no, no. I've, I've got it on iTunes. No. So I know you can get it anywhere. Yeah, that type of deal. We right. went we went deep into this one. You said we weren't going to go as long, but we did, and I liked it. See, I know. You I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Every single time, Jimmy, I told you. All of it with a false sense Guys, of security. Easy. <laughs> they look up and an hour later. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and after all of this, I guess it's only fair. Uh, Jamie Kennedy, do you have any questions for us? <laughs> uh, 
Um, you know, where can I find this? Is this on Spotify? Is it on YouTube? Is this just audio? Oh, we are yeah, Spotify. It, we are on Spotify. We that's confirmed. All right, we're on Spotify. We're on. Uh, it starts on uh, Blog Talk Radio, like like internet radio, and we all know how mm-hmm. effective regular radio is. So why not internet it up? But then immediately it basically turns into a podcast. You could find that, yeah, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Spotify, apparently, it's just anywhere. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Wherever you, wherever Beautiful. you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the well, same place you get. Hate to break it to you. You can look up. Saturday yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope we'll do a, another episode, you know, by 2021, and uh, I'll add you guys and I'll start subscribing to you. I love it. I love it. I'm listening to you. You, uh, I, we would love the subscription, but please, by all means, don't feel you have to listen to a word of it. <laughs> okay. I'll just, I'll subscribe and never, never. Yeah. Listen. Tell everybody you love it, but you don't actually have to waste the time. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, so once again, everybody, uh, stupid smart on Tubi. That's T U B I. I won't bother spelling stupid smart. You can find that out later. Uh, so go listen to that. Uh, let's give Jamie some love because for an hour he is going to take your mind off of what I know is probably a pretty tough day for you. Uh, and uh, that's it. I've got nothing more to say. Well, I appreciate you, man, and I appreciate our great combos and um, always having me. And, you, you, you know, we did it again. We started little, and we we added and had more time. And I appreciate all the spirited conversations. What were you gonna say? The late guy was. Are you guys on a delay? Because I feel like you guys are like off a little bit. That's just natural. I I would just wanted to make sure we're not forgetting to promote anything. We got the podcast. We got the special. Oh, we got the tremors. um, What else can we uh, plug for you? Well, look, I so appreciate that, Jimmy. Uh, Yeah, you know, you can find me on all the social handles, Jimmy Kennedy on Twitter and on Facebook and on Snapchat and uh, Instagram is the Jamie Kennedy updates and stuff. We're on jamiekennedy.com. My podcast, hate to break it to you. And my new special Tubi. I have another thing I'm hosting that's out today called coming to the stage. And that's on Pluto. Whoa. Another fun weather. Yeah. So uh, I got a lot, man. We're, I'm really Towing myself out today. The garters are tight, but why not? <laughs> Get it out. Well, we got to do. We got to well, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm proud to stuff a one in your belt. <laughs> and this way this world is, I'll take it, my man. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you how long I've been doing interviews. I've been cleaning my kitchen in the middle of this and doing good at both. Uh, so. That's what this pandemic has made us all, by the way. We're all become frontier people. We're all basically Laura Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm disinfecting. <laughs> I think, but I appreciate I think you, you guys, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank God they didn't have Netflix back then. It would never exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the whole show is just them sitting on the couch watching TV. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is so funny. And we watched them watch TV in the 1800s. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Man, that's meta. All right, I'm going to go write that script out. You guys have been a lot of fun. I thank you so much, Jamie. Uh, Thanks, and Jamie. Yeah, Thanks for your time. Uh, when you get another thank project next week, call us back. <laughs> 
I appreciate <laughs> you guys. Listen, be safe and, uh, you know, we'll get through this and, and be safe, man. And thank you for your time. Yeah. Stay safe, yeah, buddy. Right. Talk Thanks, to you soon. Jamie. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, man. You guys are awesome. Cocoa Puffs. That guy, he's just a wacky bird. and he's He a, is. He's almost as bad as that Trix Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're kind of related? It's They are. Well, they're definitely like the based on the same uh, Greek god of like uh, neuroses and uh, oppression <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Whereas like Captain Crunch yeah. and stuff are, are way above. And then you got like Cookie Crisp that has one of each because you had the cop and the robber. Uh-huh. So you're right. the one who can never get it, and then the one who was protecting it, the yin and yang, if you will. But of course, if you want to know more, go ahead and read my dissertation from Columbia. <laughs> How do we find that? Uh, I'm sure, just like anything worth reading, you can find also it at mattyperadio.com. <laughs> you might have to dig, but uh, it's worth it. Uh, welcome back, everybody. That was Jamie frickin' Kennedy. Yeah, and Square. Jimmy, the late L- Lazinski. Way to go, Jimmy. <laughs> you really called me. It was it was like a veiled threat. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you did redeem yourself, even though you had a a little bumpy road. Um, I am I am curious. <laughs> what was the question you wanted to ask Jamie Kennedy? Oh, come on. Don't kick the guy while he's down. What was the question? I had enough fun listening to that when it happened. Don't... How much How much time do you have? <laughs> I need you to slow it down. Start from the beginning. I think I'm pretty – what I was trying to ask him was I wanted to compare uh, practical effects to CGI effects. And I was really stumbling all over those two movies – and then I think when he pointed out when he when he asked me to compare those two movies in my head, I thought, no, those those are there's like ten years apart. There's no way you can compare those movies. And that's when I really kind of like dissolved like a cake in the rain. <laughs> but, but um, you know, I I think he was very generous and polite and kind of helped me through that question. Yeah. But but that's what I was trying to ask him is that I wanted to compare like the practical effects because there was a lot of them in that particular movie, Three Kings, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. And there was a lot of CGI, like almost all CGI. And I don't remember af- after watching the that last installment, I think episode five of the Tremors. Yeah. Uh, after watching that, I didn't see a whole lot of practical effects. So I, what I was trying to ask him. Yeah, the Tremorverse. I want to. I want to. I, I want to put it under sh- Star Shock or or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was just. I, I really just fumbled all over that question. But that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Well, no, the, it's it's all right. Uh, it's uh, it's it's. Uh, as, as nobody would have remembered but, if we weren't having an in-depth conversation about it now. And that's your well, takeaway, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, and thanks for bringing it up again. <laughs> I must say uh, that he is uh, he is a amazing guest, and he brings 
um, energy and enthusiasm and confidence. Yeah, and, and you can it, you can tell he infectious. even tells you he's obviously it. Listen, everybody, I know you think we're a great show, but in the pantheon of promotional podcasting, if you've been on our show twice, your total number of podcast appearances has got to be close to four digits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get I'm not trying to shit game. on us. I'm just trying to say Jamie Kennedy is a pro. At ta- we had to reschedule that particular interview because he had two other podcast interviews right. at the time right. we were slotted for. Mm-hmm. Yep. I shrewdly yep. said, all right, let uh, go ahead. Let uh, Entertainment uh, Weekly and, uh, and, and uh, Stephen Colbert have him. At twelve thirty, <laughs> we'll, we'll just better. use we'll yeah. we'll steal an hour of his day at two. No problem. Well, well you know, Danny, um, don't I, undersell, don't undersell Marquis' ability to get a guest at the at, at, at a drop of a hat. I mean, and a, and a big ticket too. I mean, absolutely. Hats off to Marquis. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually curious uh, if we could actually because he is such a multi-talented, multitasking guy. Uh, let's try yeah, to. He got a lot done all, during that interview yeah. by his own admission. <laughs> I think he like uh, microwaved a burrito. Is that what it was? <laughs> it's, it sounded. It sounded to me. This is my interpretation. There was definitely a microwaving session, and then a few minutes later, it sounded like he was trying to hide this time a second to finish up whatever was cold in the burrito or. <laughs> And there was a uh, dishwasher or uh, emptying. I think. Uh, I think I definitely heard some dishes rattling. Um, and I, did did I hear a bong rip in there? There is no way to prove where that came from. Uh, to be fair, yeah, I mean, well, I mean somebody took a lot of microphones. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's it, no uh, point the finger. I mean. But I do remember the two people who were talking at the time it happened. <laughs> so if you were a Sherlock Holmes type, you would know it wasn't me. But again, no reason to point fingers. <laughs> Uh, you know what, guys? I absolutely needed to hear that interview. I mean, this was obviously everyone just, does. That's why the, I'm here. I I just I have such a smile right now, having just heard that interview because it was wild. It took you. It just you guys bounced all over the place. I mean, Jerry Lewis banged Marilyn Monroe. No, 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 no. See, I think you misheard. It was Jerry Lewis. Common misconception. It was not the uh, puppeteer from the children's <laughs> show with Lamb Chop. It was actually uh, the nutty professor, Jerry Lewis. Isn't that what I said? Just to set the... Oh, 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 geez. So, well, obviously, it's an easy mistake then. Uh, Yeah. Because I just pictured Sherry Lewis banging Marilyn. Anyway, keep going, Marky. Yeah, well, that definitely threw me off course there. But, um, But, yeah, I just thought that it was... It was a very funny interview. It went all over the place, and you guys all genuinely like genuinely like each other. I could just tell. So that was a really good conversation. He's very very generous, and uh, he joins um, guests uh, guests that have appeared on our show more than once: Jamie Kennedy, Michael Ironside, uh, and. Uh, the Reverend a lot Jesse of the, Jackson, I believe. I think, yeah. Uh, we had Bob Dole before he died. That was pretty cool. And so we got to get him one of these. Died. <laughs> we, we've got to get him one of the two timer jackets made. <laughs> yeah, we had to show him the handshake. Uh, but yeah, we 
<laughs> stabbed me with a pen. Yeah. But anyway, if I you were alive in 1996, you might get that joke. Go on. Sorry, you might get some of those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? Yeah. Uh, oh, nowhere, apparently. But that was a lot of fun. We We just had a little communal comedy experience. The same that you could find if you watch Stupid Smart on 2Be TV, and uh, I feel like throwing that 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 ninth plug in for it. I'm feeling better about having talked to uh, Jamie Kennedy because he was so nice to us. I don't know how else to give him something. <laughs> yeah, he actually, and he also promised to like and subscribe to our little podcast. So. Yes. So I, shout out to both shout out to both of our listeners if uh, you want to. <laughs> that's that's my that mom Jamie and Jamie Kennedy now. We <laughs> had <laughs> Jamie Kennedy that you heard you heard the interview here. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. Why? So, <laughs> uh, kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal, and uh, it's all because of the incredible guests like Jamie Kennedy, and like I was saying earlier, the timing of that interview is so perfect right now because it was that you could just hear the energy and the enthusiasm. This is a guy that's very comfortable in his own pasty white skin. He, he, he shows it. Um, he commits. He works hard. He's got no fear. You know? Well, thanks, uh, Marky. And I believe Jamie Kennedy was pretty good, too. <laughs> Did I not say Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> no, just thank you guys for doing such a great job with that interview. Yeah, and well, and I guess this is a, if nothing else, this episode, this is a shout. This is a big thank you to everyone who agrees to talk to us, because if yeah. people stopped agreeing to talk to us, we would finally get the hint that you probably don't want to hear from us. <laughs> yeah. So as it is, the chain is unbroken. Uh, and, you know, it it seems like simplistic, this episode, to not touch on any real theme. But, God damn it, I had a good time. And I think if you were listening closely, then you had a good time. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I might be so tempted as to say, let's stop while we're ahead. This, that's, if, if nothing else, that's more than enough of this. I think the interview speaks for itself. This is the part where I say, that's enough of this. <laughs> it sure is, little Jimmy. Late to the party, but always right. That's enough of this. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, this is enough of this.